0: I want to bless the Lord so much for this wonderful opportunity uh, to share God's words. And especially as we look at this topic, suffered to purchase the kingdom. Suffered to purchase the kingdom. And our reflection will be uh, from Galatians chapter 3, from verse uh, 13 to 15. Before we get into the word, let us pray. Again, Father, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity for us to be here as your children on this platform, on this altar to call upon your name. Thank you, Father, for you have called us, O oh God, to share in your glory, to share in your power and in your anointing. Thank you that you purchased us, O oh Father, with your bread so that we can be able to be part of the kingdom and also kingdom builders in this word we are in thank you father for each and every person that has tuned in and those that are yet to connect father i pray that network will be stable and we'll be able to have a wonderful fellowship a time to depend on your time to call upon your name a time lord jesus to share about your goodness thank you father that indeed we can come together in your presence to share in your glory. Surround us with your presence, overtake us with your bread, and let your name be honored and glorified. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord we pray. Amen and amen. Suffered to purchase the kingdom. Uh, Galatians chapter 3. We are going to read from verse... uh, Let me begin from verse uh, 10. Galatians chapter 3, I read from verse 10. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse. As it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. Clearly, no one who relies on the law is justified before God. Because the righteous will live, By faith, the law is not based on faith. On the contrary, it says the person who does these things will live by them. Verse 13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on the pole. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. This is the word of God. Suffered to purchase the kingdom. Jesus Christ is the suffering servant. Like a sheep going to the throat of praise, Jesus was so that me and you We can be redeemed from the curse of the law. Jesus came and lived with us. He was tempted and he suffered to the point of death. And so we see the death of Christ on the cross as the biggest uh, sacrifice any person can pay. And so God sacrificed his son, his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, for you and me to be alive. And so when we reflect on this uh, topic, and especially Galatians chapter 3, we see that Paul had a challenge with people at uh, the church at Galatia, where he was challenging them about their foolishness. And when you read verse 1 onwards, you see Paul saying, you foolish Galatians, who bewitched you? What happened to you? Why did you run away from the faith and you started walking by the law and other things that did not uh, pay the penalty for you? And so he was so angry and so bitter with them. Verse 1 of chapter 3 says, You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Before your, uh, your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law and by believing what you had? Are you so foolish after beginning by the means of the spirit? Are you now trying to finish by means of the flesh? Have you experienced so much in vain if it really was in vain? And so he's trying to bring a contrast between faith and the works of the law. As believers, we live by faith, not by the law and things that guide us. And so Jesus Christ becomes a suffering servant to purchase the kingdom of God that people who are, filled with the holy spirit will join in that kingdom to see the glory and the power of god and so the kingdom of god is given to us who, ha- who has believed in him who- who- for us who have believed in his name and who are willing to walk according to his name we have believed in jesus and we share in his goodness and this kingdom we are clearly Uh, told that it was purchased by the suffering of Jesus. And this comes out clearly in Philippians chapter uh, 2, from verse, uh, let me begin from verse 3. It says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you, To the interests of the others. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God, something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, and shall bow in heaven and on earth, and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God so beloved this is something that Jesus Christ is the suffering servant who sacrificed his life for you and me to be alive to live for the glory of God he is the one that purchased you know the kingdom of God through his own blood, he suffered for you and me so that we can be saved. And so like Paul, we shouldn't be foolish like people are uh, in Galatia, that we should focus on Christ and have faith in him. It is not by our works that we are going to be saved. There is nothing good in us. There is nothing good you can do apart from believing in Jesus Christ. And so when you choose to do things on your own, human beings are limited. We are limited. There is nothing good in us, in our thoughts, in our words, in our actions. We are full of filth. We are full of evil. But the righteousness of God comes by faith. And therefore, we must have faith in God. In Jesus Christ who died so that we can be alive. Our works will always lead to destruction. The desires of the fresh. Our efforts cannot save. In church circles it is not about being a clergy. It's not about being a warden. It's not being about a choir member. It's about your faith in God. Your relationship with God that will make a difference, acknowledging that Jesus is the suffering servant who purchased the kingdom for us, who did not deserve it to have a fellowship with God. Gentiles not very close to to, to God, and Jesus here becomes the bridge so that we can see his glory. And so we must not rely on our works that are under the law, but on faith that is Jesus Christ. Verse 10 of Galatians chapter 3 says, For all who rely on works of the law are under a curse, as it is written. Cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. The law destroys, the law kills, but Jesus gives us a second birth by faith. We are cursed when we walk under the law because the law condemns. The law does not justify. Paul is uh, is focusing on this challenge, trying to understand where believers can put their faith, how we can stand believing in God and sharing in his goodness something very very confusing that you know when you live by faith you are a child of god you are not condemned you are not under the curse this kingdom is for us who believe for those that have faith that jesus christ died and he rose again that jesus christ reigns forever, and he suffered For me and you so that we can share in that kingdom. So we should not invoke the curse upon our lives by living by our efforts, trying to do things that please our own desires, things that please people. In your own position, God has called you to believe in him and serve him in faith. Faith is what God desires from us believers to live by faith and in and faith in him alone to rely on him who justified us to rely on god who calls us his children who makes us righteous to be alive in him by faith not by our works not by anything good no one is good even jesus said don't call me good, for no one is good apart from God, who is righteous. Jesus, in his human nature, he faced trials like you and me, and he reached at the point of crying to God, and he said, My father, my father, why have you forsaken me? So he suffered, and that experience was not easy for him. And so we are called believers to rely on God who justifies us. And this is not by law, but by faith in God. This is the point where I have a cha- challenges with religion. Religion has laws and rules, you know, things. And many times you find that some of the rules in religions and denominations are hindering God's work and ministry in the neediest of the people. For us, we pray like this. The the service begins at 9, ends at 10. You know, you are always in that confusion and you won't follow that and you don't allow the work of the Spirit. So the suffering of Jesus Christ was to usher us into the kingdom of God where there is the fullness of joy and liberty, where the Spirit of God operates There is no bondage, there is no challenge that should hinder you not to access the power of God and the presence of Jesus. So, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, he said, It is finished. What was finished? The curtain was torn into two. And every believer who has faith in God has access to share in his goodness. And we can reach God's presence. By faith to call upon his name, by faith also to plead on other people's behalf, and by faith to repent of our sins. And so we are called to be in constant fellowship. With God, that intimate relationship, knowing that God is in my heart and around me. Whatever I am doing, I'm doing it for the glory of God. Not to please man, not to please anyone, but please God who has saved me. So I will only be cast if I divert my attention from God and I focus it on people and what they desire. And as Jeremiah says Cast is he who trusts in man. And I think you see that when you put your hope in man, you know, man will disappoint you. Men can can never uphold us to the end. They will disappoint you one day. No matter how they are treasuring you today, time is going to come, they will forget you. If you are, you know, in a group of people, Remember that you came from your own home and they also came from their own home. So remember that God is the one who owns you and your face must be only in him who is able to heal, who is able to save and who is able to redeem our God and our king who is above every situation. So my faith and my hope is in God. Through Jesus Christ, who suffered, purchased the kingdom. For me, we all know what Jesus went through, but I want to highlight a few things. Jesus Christ walked on foot. He was hungry and thirsty like you and me. If it means suffering, I don't think there is any person that suffered to the point of death, like Jesus Christ. We know that the disciples, apostles, some died by, you know, crucifixion, others by natural death, and there was a lot of suffering, but Jesus' suffering was beyond any imagination. He comes, the Son of God, God Himself, in a human nature, is hated by His own people. They spat on Him. He was beaten, he was speared, and nailed on the cross. The sign of a curse, as the Bible says, that whoever is nailed on the cross is a cursed one. That is in verse 13, Galatians chapter 3. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on the pole. He wanted to take away the curse from us, the curse from creation, so that we can be reconciled to God. God who created us in his own image. God who owns us and God who is able to heal. God who is able to save and God who is able to make a way where seems to be no way. He suffered on your behalf to take away your sufferings. You've had so many testimonies of what God has done in the lives of people. Myself inclusive. Many of you you have had my testimony and so many other things I've not shared where God's presence has been manifested. At some point you reach uh, a point in life and say, God, where are you? But when God shows up, you see his power. When God shows up, you see his glory. When God shows up, you see him being manifested in the way that you cannot comprehend. The power and anointing of God that goes beyond every imagination. The power and the presence of God that connects us to his way. So he suffered purchase. The kingdom, not for his own glory, but for you and me to enjoy in his glory and his presence. It's so it is not by how much you give in church and how long you preach and the things you do. The gymnastics of the world can never save. It is my faith. In him who saved me, acknowledging that Jesus Christ is my Lord, Jesus Christ is my Redeemer, and Jesus Christ is my King. The King of glory, who is able to heal, who is able to save, and who is able to set us apart to the glory of his name. So the law separates us from the love of God. And we should be people who connect to the Spirit of God. The righteousness of God connects us to Him through the Holy Spirit. And so as a church, as believers, let us be conscious to be discerning, to have a spirit of discernment. Always inquire of the Lord and depend on Him through the Holy Spirit. Is the Spirit of God at work? Is this by the will of God? Or it is by my own effort and strength. It can be seen in your personal life. It can be seen in your marriage. It can be seen in your work. The people you work with, you can see that whatever you are doing is out of human effort. And every time you see yourself struggling, putting in your effort, you must always draw back and ask God for guidance, Ask God for intervention. Because when you use your own strength and wisdom, you will be destroyed. So Jesus Christ suffered for you and me to be saved. He was hungry, as we have seen. He was thirsty, as we have seen. They spat on him. He was beaten and he was nailed on the cross. Those are some bits of his suffering. But remember, That when he cried and he thirsty, he was given vinegar, which was not actually a drink that he desired and of his favorite. And uh, at that point, these people are mocking him. They are trying to say, if you are son of God, save yourself. This was so terrible, that suffering to the point of death. But beloved, I want to tell you, at his point of death, we received victory. The suffering servant purchased the kingdom of God at the point of death. At that moment, when he swallowed the cup of the wrath of God to reconcile humanity, he said it is finished. The debt is paid. I have paid your debt. You no longer need to live by law, to live by anything, but only by faith in me. And it is through faith in Jesus that will conquer the land. It is through by faith that will share in his glory. It is through by faith that we live to see the glory of God. Even when those people are going behind you, planning evil and wickedness, planting this and that, taking your photos to the altars of witches, calling your name on the graves, they will not manage because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. The one in you is the superpower, the Holy Spirit that conquers the powers of darkness, the Holy Spirit that is able to level every ground. So we live as children of righteousness. Purchased life, purchased by the blood of Jesus and therefore I must live for him and strive to praise him, strive to do his will and his name will be praised forever. And so I am the redeemed one of the Lord. I am the redeemed one to conquer in God's kingdom. As we know that Jesus paid the price, we must acknowledge that we were redeemed by his brand. So his death on the cross redeemed us, me and you, so that we can see his power, we can see his glory, we can see his mercy and his name being lifted higher. I am the redeemed one of the Lord. No matter what comes my way, I'm not saying that sometimes I am not you know uh, discouraged, I am not challenged, but at that point of discouragement, at that point of being challenged, I return my eyes to God, I look at my Savior and I am a- assured reassured that yes, I am the redeemed one of the Lord, and because I am redeemed, I am not under the law. I am not under the curse of the law to be destroyed and to be put down by the powers of darkness. I am the one to stand up and share in the glory and the mercies of God. The mercy of God comes to to those who seek Him and who live for Him. The mercy of God upon those who seek Him in faith not by their works, not by their religious gymnastics, not by anything, but only by faith. This humbles me down all the time that it is not because I am a priest that I am closer to God. Never. It is because I am a child of God I seek him, I repent my sins, and I walk to praise him, not praise humanity. And as I have already said and hinted on this, that cursed is he who trusts in man. Have you ever trusted someone and they disappointed you? They went around you to do all kinds of things to destroy your life. May the Lord help us. That he has called us for his glory. And his name will be glorified. And so by faith we are made righteous with God. By faith our sin is forgiven. By faith we are washed by the blood of Jesus. And we should not live in bondage of foolishness where people are praying around us, running from this church to the other church, running from this pastor to the other pastor, looking for the way of salvation and restoration. Your salvation and restoration and redemption is in the blood of Jesus. No one will deliver you but Jesus Christ. As we have seen in Philippians, The man, the suffering servant who humbled himself to the point of death. When he died, God gave him the name that is above all other names. That at his name, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that he is Lord to the glory of his name. The power that is in the name of Jesus. The power that is in the name of Jesus that saves us and heals us and sets us apart. For the glory of his name. So Jesus Christ. Suffered for you. And me. Number one. To receive hope. In his glory. A hopeless frustrated world That was in the bondage of the law. Had hope in God. At this point. To see his glory. See the hope. In the glory of God. As a person at your own level. Do you have hope in God? Do you have a future? Is your faith in God? And if your faith is in God, don't allow any situation to divert your attention. When you are diverted and put your faith in other things, at that point you'll be destroyed. So it is the point to trust in God. It is the point to depend on God. And it is the point to submit. His will and his name will be praised forever. Number two, as we have our hope in God, we should know that God forgives our sins. Don't live in the bondage of sin. You may be there struggling with the sacred sin and you think no one knows about it. God knows it. In your bathroom, as you are doing this and that in your bedroom, God is aware. God is seeing. God wants you to acknowledge that he suffered to purchase a kingdom for you. And this kingdom is for the righteous, not for sinners. Put out your sin to the cross of Jesus. Open your heart. You are a believer struggling with masturbation, struggling with gossiping and rumour mongering, struggling with, you know, hypocrisy and marries, hatred, you need to put that on the cross of Jesus. You will not be justified by the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Number three, we need to know that as Jesus forgives us, He redeems us for His glory. So we are called to be witnesses of Jesus' saving bread in the world we live in. The kingdom is not only for you and me to enjoy. It is to get the hunger and the thirst for the lost, the least, and the left. That we get out there, share about God's goodness, so that many people will come to the kingdom. So don't reach there in your salvation and you are comfortable. Your neighbor hates you. Let them hate you but tell them about the love of God. Let them not like you but stand by your principles. I'm one of the persons that really have decided in my life not compromise my stand. When I know this is wrong, You can never divert my attention. To believe in any hypocrisy and malice. To praise people and fulfill their desires. I will never. I will never. Because I know whom I have believed. God who has called us is able. He has purchased me by his brand. I will not do anything to praise anyone. That one. I stand. To be a witness of God. So in your own circle. Are you witnessing for God? Who has given you hope? Who has forgiven your sins? Do you want that hope to reach other people who are hopeless out there? Do you want other people who are in bondage of sin to be forgiven? May you reach out to be the witness of God. So we are redeemed to reach out to others. Who are under the bondage of the law and the curse so that they can be redeemed. And this is a call and challenge for all of us. The mission of the church, the mission of the believer is to reach out the lost. Yes, it is good to build churches, but it is not God's desire to build a church building. When souls are perishing. In the world. How many. Have you reached out. How many. Have you sent out. As equipped soldiers. Of the Lord. We are lost. In activities running here and there. And we are not doing. What God desires. If Paul came today. How will he judge us? Will he say, like what he said to the Galatians, you foolish Galatians who bewitched you, who diverted your attention to the principles of the kingdom, and you have fulfilled your desires to show the cathedrals, to show how strong we are, the cars we drive, the houses we stay in. Are we reaching out and winning souls? the glory of God people suffering in the world they have no one to reach them out and we are there rejoicing being greedy fighting for this and that not reaching out to the people of God may God have mercy upon us may God redeem us and may God revive us to see his glory knowing that he suffered to purchase the kingdom for you and me and those that are lost there. So may we reach out as God's ambassadors in every sphere where he has positioned us. God is to be glorified forever and ever. And also as redeemed children of God, we are called to be the mouthpiece of Christ in the dark world. That we should be the light in this dark world. Everything you are doing, is it for the glory of God? Reflect in your life. Reflect how you have walked. What you are doing, is it for the glory of God? Or for the glory of men? Or for the glory of those that appointed you? Is it for the glory of God? is what I am doing for the glory of God. Because faith in the kingdom of God is about His glory, standing for Him. When I am alone in my room, when I am doing this and that, am I praising God? And when the Holy Spirit convicts me, do I turn to God and repent? And so, beloved, as I conclude, I want to call your attention That our faith will only yield results when it is in action. Faith without action is dead. Jesus acts of the flesh and the works of the law But our faith is dormant. It is not in action. May the Lord put the fire upon you. And this is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit of God is the fire that enables believers to put faith in action. To see God at work. When the Holy Spirit is upon your life, it will be manifested in the physical to see God being glorified, to see God being exalted above every situation, to see God doing things in a way that is not usual. His name being glorified for the glory of his name. That is our God, and that is our King. Believing in Him and the living for Him, sharing in His power. Sharing in his goodness and sharing in his glory. That is the power that is in the name of Jesus. Suffering servant. Purchasing the kingdom for those who are righteous. Not those who are cursed. Not to be justified by our works. But to be justified by faith in God that is in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ gives us the blessing. In verse 14, Galatians chapter 3, we see he redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Amen. We are redeemed for the glory of God to share in his blessings. I am blessed. Beyond a curse. My true generation, I am fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. Called by His name. Believing in Him by faith. I am beyond a curse. Sharing in the blessing of God. That comes by faith in Jesus Christ. Who is the author and finisher of our faith our God, our King, and our Redeemer, who is able to heal, who is able to save, and who is able to conquer the land to the glory of God. May His name be praised. May His name be lifted higher above all other names, knowing that Jesus Christ purchased the kingdom for you and me, to have hope, to be forgiven, And to go out to be the witnesses of his saving brand. That those who are lost in the world should come and join in his kingdom and share in his glory. And also to have internal blessing that comes to us through Abraham that is in Jesus Christ. Uniting us with the generational blessing why God created humanity. That you and me through Christ will be saved, will be redeemed and revived to share in his glory glory and his name will be praised forever and ever amen and amen god bless you and have a blessed evening amen and amen